You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Good morning. Good morning, Mariah. How are you, Pamela? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling a little bit under the weather, but but I'm mostly good. But Life is good. Such a peach for being here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Because, yeah, sometimes we have those ups and downs, and it's what can I drop? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what do I maybe need to keep commitment to? And so um, I think we really, really wanted to make sure we got this episode up because we know last week was a bit of a flop with our technical issues. Um, but we really appreciate everyone still sticking with us. Let's just call it by its real name. It was a clusterfuck. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. <laughs> Um, we recorded nearly an hour and then discovered that we lost 40 minutes of it so and and it was like the the last part of it was the best part of it it was was like fuck (laughs) so we're gonna redo it today oh yeah you're gonna get even better yeah that's right we just we had a warm-up and practice you know that's true it was like a fluffer cast (laughs) (laughs) anyway so welcome to our podcast the salty sex cast Mm-hmm. Um, I am Pamela. I own a boudoir photography studio. I don't know why that makes me a sexpert on um, all things sexy. It doesn't. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't. I feel like you but have I'm to be in tune to sex and sexuality when you're trying to bring that out in a in a person. You know, you want them to be comfortable and make sure that they're gaining images. And you're really, I mean, obviously, um, the photographer does a lot of that but I would say when I had my experience with you guys it was really really helpful having like another like cheerleader on the side Aww, and you yeah. said a lot of things that kind of just helped empower me and feel like fuck yeah I'm yeah. sexy god damn it <laughs> well I do I feel like that's my role um in my work and I also um really love our Facebook group that we have um yeah. for our clients because in that group, we, we do focus a lot on female empowerment and um, positive, you know, se- what am I trying to say? Just sex positive um, attitudes. We try to promote sex po- positive attitudes. That's a big part of it. Yeah, because I feel um, when you're not, when you don't have a safe place to even have that conversation, how can you even begin to have that positive relationship with sex when everything has been negative, you know, either with growing up or our sex education or your own personal experiences in life um and so I feel like that Facebook group which is a large amount of people however comma (laughs) (laughs) you can really open up and feel you know that fear of judgment is not there you've been able to add people and people who have added they're almost kind of like self um filtered Mm -hmm. It's like, you're not going to just jump on there to make fun of someone's lifestyle. Um, It's all very, very supportive. So whatever you did to make it like that, and I'm sure it's just awesome people adding more awesome people. Mm -hmm. I really just want to commend you and give you a big old brag (laughs) for you. Thank you, Mariah. Yeah, lots of kudos because it, that was honestly the biggest reason I came to you about making this podcast is because. The way you've been able to monitor things and stir conversations up and 
get people kind of starting that conversation was really, really well done. And I admired you for it. Thank you. I do love that group. And Mariah, tell us about you. Yeah. So I am a board certified health and wellness coach. I own Balance Your Wellness and it I do health and wellness coaching. So I do one-on-one coaching either over the phone or face-to-face for local folks. I do Facebook health challenges, which I have another one kind of coming up for the holidays. I'm really excited for. Um, my goal with that was to really talk about how health and wellness needs to be balanced to truly actually be called health and wellness. Yeah. It's not just nutrition and exercise and it's not just weight loss at all, at mm-hmm. all. Um, and so I feel like we connect on that way because I specialize in body image and body image satisfaction and you can be happy with your body right now and a lot of times the unhappiness and the society's like thin ideal or beauty ideal has what made people shut down sexually mm-hmm. and they can't feel good about their body so why would they want to show their body and use their body and empower themselves with their body and mm-hmm. so I felt like our messages really just had that strong crossover. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's get it. Let's <laughs> do it. Yeah, Make one, some magic. One thing I'm telling our clients all the time, all the time, is that sexy is not a dress size. It is an attitude. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. 100%. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and um, I feel like you do a really good job kind of um, prepping subjects for that photo shoot for for that I mean you guys meet with them before you even have that session Mm -hmm. and you're already finding what does empower you and you've gone out of your way to help them find that not here's what works for other people and I'm just going to plug in and say these things when really some people on the other side of that camera is like please don't I'm very uncomfortable and I'm already on display or whatever because I can tell you that's why I think boardwalk gets that bad name or that negative connotation exactly you know it's just like if I'm not a skank or a slut or whatever I'm not going to do well on this photo or you know it's not going to look great or I need to be I need to act skanky or if I don't channel my inner slut yeah Yeah. and it's not at all at all um so I hate to even use those words yeah so I fucking love what I do. Yeah. Like, if I was independently wealthy, I would still do this. (laughs) It's it's amazing. I love seeing the change it brings out in people. I would say the same thing. So so tell me about your week. How's it been? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long week. And, you know, it's like that last full week before, like, holidays are going to just be, like, boom, 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 boom. Mm. You know, so you're like, hold on, I got to prep for this and get ready for that. And, um, you know, right now with Facebook, there's that – trend that's going around like look at yourself the last decade what'd you look like at the end of (laughs) 2009 and what do you look like in 2019 and so I I got a chance to sit and reflect on where I was and where I'm at now and I'll tell you I have hit every single one of my dreams and goals from 2009 right now like I've completed everything I've ever dreamed of back then Mariah and I was like oh shit I was like, watch out, 2029. <laughs> like, if I can do that in 10 years, what else can I do in the next 10? Yeah. And so it just, I don't know. It, I felt super busy and I felt super overwhelmed towards the middle of the week. But then kind of taking that reflection, I was like, 
I'm ready. Bring it on. <laughs> and just projects like this have really helped um, bring my vision to fruition. So that's beautiful. I appreciate you being part of it. Oh, I appreciate you inviting me into this. Thank you. What about you? How's your week? Obviously, just a little under the weather. Oh, yeah. Everyone in my house has been sick <laughs> in the last week. So um, we have just been fighting for our lives. Just just flu or just I a think bug? it's the flu. Yeah, probably oh, yuck. the flu, yeah. Garrett's at home right now, just in bed, looking pathetic. So that's why I'm not hugging anyone today. I kinda want that. Like just, <laughs> right? just, just an excuse just to lay in bed. <laughs> I just want one day. Just and one then day of the flu. I mean, I don't know if I told you, so part of my uh, day job I get to go into the local jail mm-hmm. and teach classes. Which is probably my favorite part of what I do. But I get to teach about domestic violence to survivors of domestic violence. Female survivors of that. Um, but when we were first getting the tour of the jail, you know, they were like, so this is like our exercise yard. And, you know, they have meals at this and this time. And um, like right now, and they have like board games sitting out on the tables and everything. And I was like this is looking like a fucking spa day compared to my <laughs> life right now. I was like, Hey, so what do I need to do just to get in here for a week? And then that's all I need. Just one week of someone totally making all my meals mm-hmm. of me, just chilling, hanging out, working out, getting time to work out, um, get to hang out in comfy clothes. Yeah. Read and, books. and you know, one part that I've really learned and I really come to just absolutely love about some of these ladies in there is they have this sense of community, and they all stand for each other. Wow. Um, it's definitely not what they portray in the movies. You know, like, oh, don't go to prison. You're going to get beat up. And, you know, all this. I mean, well, it's definitely not prison. This is kind of a short term for mm. some people. You know, I think it's up to two years that they're there. But still, it's the sisterhood was really cool. There was one day that we kind of all shared about that, and there was not a dry eye in the room. Wow. So... Yeah, just stuff like that. It's re- it's really really cool, That's and it's a really cool perspective on life, and um, you know how everyone deserves that second chance, and people are there just serving their time, and oh. just and want to change, and are craving that change, and they finally get the opportunity. So I love that. Yeah, rehabilitation truly can happen. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I just wanted to say that story because I was like, oh. <laughs> kind of sounds like a vacation. I just want one week and then I'll be done. And I don't want it on my record. <laughs> but, yeah. And I don't, you know, it's free. You know, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> well, they the have like that. are well, paying for yeah. it, Mariah. Oh, shit. Free to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So today we're talking about porn. 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 Not corn. One of our favorite subjects. I'm hungry right now. I'm sorry. I don't know why that went there. <laughs> Free so it's Seymour. Yeah. It's so it's funny because like we did this whole episode last week on porn mm-hmm. and it was it was fun and silly. And um, and I thought, you know, when we lost our recording, I was like, well, bright side, um, I have a whole nother week to do research. Yeah. Right. I did not think about it one time this week <laughs> not once i didn't watch a single pornographic anything for the whole fucking week um but i remember like before we get into statistics and stuff like i remember my first experience with porn do you remember yours 
Oh, yes, I actually do. Okay, and that's so interesting that you that. ask that. Um, yeah, do you start. I'll have okay. you start while okay. I'm gathering my thoughts on this. While you're thinking this. about it? Okay, because I remember mine really clearly, and I got in so much trouble. <laughs> I was like, I was like maybe 10 years old. And I went into, I snuck into my brother's room. He was, he's nine years older than me. Um, oh, so maybe I was younger than that because he was still living at home. So I made it, may have been more like eight years old. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. God, that's so young. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. So anyway, in that area, I was definitely like prepubescent. I went into my brother's room, was looking through stuff, and I, I opened one of his drawers, and it was completely... <laughs> full of girly magazines like like they're like stuffed full I could not believe the collection that he had um and I don't even know what that I knew what those were before that moment in my life Mm -hmm. um or what pornography was but I was immediately fascinated and so (laughs) I stole some and took them to my room and hid them under my dresser or bedside table and like I would pull them out occasionally oh. at night after I went to bed and I would like I would look through them and mm-hmm. learn all about sex <laughs> just the worst possible way That's to so learn funny. about sex but I just remember them being like fodder for my um like for my fantasies okay so I, was I have little. to say I've never ever seen a nudie mag Really? So I'm like, what kind of pictures well, are these? Is this like, okay, I'm, I'm imagining like a type of like, you know, you hear about like the centerfolds or whatever. I'm yeah. like, oh, so it's like this pinup thing. They're naked. Mm-hmm. But is there like actual like images of people going at it? Yeah. But a lot of times they'll have like a little black dot over the male genitalia because men don't want to see other men's dicks. All you weenies. I know. <laughs> I know. We want to see. No, I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, like, I, I got in so much trouble because so I showed them to a girlfriend who was spending the night one night, and my mom walked in, and oh, we had them shit. out, and we were just sitting there looking through them, but she was like, where did you get these? And then I immediately thinked on my brother. Like, I didn't even pause oh, to yeah. consider. I was just like, oh, no, that's that's my brother's. And, and sh- so then he got in a lot of trouble, too. He had a whole drawer full. Oh my god! It was how a did a big mom ass see that? drawer too? I'm a little bit of a Snoopy mom though. Yeah, and there was nothing like hiding. But it's not like I care. You know, I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to get you in trouble unless right. it's like some hardcore drugs or something. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, my oldest child is ten, so let's be very concerned if that's hiding in their room. <laughs> but no, I'm just like you know, what's what's what yeah. do you find yeah, private, or what do you want to? kind of hide from people you know and I just I don't know totally different discussion right but I'm like just out in the open and with your mom so religious that's so surprising yeah I guess not out in the open but that she never no it was definitely not out in the open I think he just expected her not to snoop through his room because he was an older teenager hmm. all, mom snoop. all mom oh, snoop for sure well especially my mom I, I remember when my mom type. found alcohol under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she was a snooper. And she had to look really hard for that because it was hiding so good. <laughs> At least uh, in a, like a 16-year-old's brain, it was hiding oh, really yeah, good. You know? sure. But 
Okay, tell me about your experience. Um, so I feel like there's like a couple different ones, and I feel like it's all with the intention that you're using an image for. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I've never seen a nudie bag, and I've never taken time. I'm that generation that just kind of skipped it. We had it internet by the time I was really interested in something like that but the first um, experience would be I would go over to my friend's house to sleep over and was probably fifth or sixth grade and her she had older siblings who were teenagers but they had a lot of like rated R movies and back in like the early 2000s um, you know those movies it was kind of like like there was just a lot of like shows that had a lot of nudity and like uh, I'm trying to think of some of the names of them they weren't awesome but (laughs) there was like teenage sex in them and like you know like it was always like a high school themed something drama um, or like horror film like a scary film but not super scary anyway so we would watch those like on her tiny little tv and just have them on sub captions or whatever subtitles so no one could hear it but we could watch it and I remember like I really like watching this bodies are really cool without clothes um and it kind of like stirred that you know like the blood flow going or whatever you know like that first kind of turned on feeling but that's like all I really remember being that age it wasn't until I was probably a junior in high school and I was dating an older guy and we were over at his apartment so he was living on his own and he had his laptop and was like talking about I kept something happened, but he brought up that he has porn on there. I was like, I've never actually watched like a movie that's, or like anything that's actually labeled porn, you know, that's yeah. like, this was only meant to get you off kind right. of thing. The intention behind the creation of this. Right. And so I was like, I'm kind of curious, can we watch one? You know? <laughs> and so we watched it together with no intent to like get off together or whatever. It was really just like watching a movie, <laughs> like just sitting there. I was like, that's it like I was so (laughs) underwhelmed like I was like it was well it was an amateur porn which I didn't even know that there was differences you know and it was from the guy's perspective so he's holding the camera and it's just some girl that's really like half-assed into it like not even like oh yeah you know it was just like uh Like, not even bothering to pretend yeah Yeah. or or maybe maybe she was but her act or her her enthusiasm was just (laughs) fucking awful and I turned to him I was like this turns you on I was like almost disgusted (laughs) not that it was porn but that it was was like so like low quality porn right I was just like boring ew (laughs) my mind can give me better images than this bullshit so just kind of funny that like that was my first experience um but I don't think I like really actually sought out my own porn and my what like I liked or what I wanted to try to find Mm -hmm. until maybe like the last five six seven years yeah of my life yeah I do still remember, like, I wonder how much that first experience has molded me and and affected, like, my sexual preferences, oh. because I really do remember specifically some of the things that I saw, like, like I remember looking at this magazine, um, and it had, like, a bunch of sailors <laughs> on the ship that were all, like, super buff guys, uh-huh. and then this one woman who was their superior and she told them all to like drop their pants and show her 
their dicks and then she like picked the best one and he got to fuck her <laughs> and it was like yeah it was like this whole gangbang thing and I was up. like I was like that is so hot and like you know power and control but she's, yeah and she's in in power it, yeah and oh. I don't know it's that I just I still think about that sometimes interesting I know isn't it I don't feel like it's I feel like it's what resonates with us not because this was my first experience that's what's going to stick with me because I'll tell you um that first few experiences nothing stuck yeah not that it wasn't it didn't stick but it wasn't didn't curb my other preferences does that right. make sense so yes. I feel like you can't go and say oh because this boy was exposed to gay porn now he's gay you know, because you oh, know some, totally someone out yeah. there is going to fucking make that stupid, asinine argument. That's true. Um, but I don't feel like that created one thing or another, one preference or another for me personally. Um, but I can see where some things, like, stick. You know, you're like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's it's the opposite, that I was, like, so attracted to that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, that it like hit an emotional chord with me and so it stayed with me all this time yeah that's that's interesting and we can kind of you know touch on those differences between I feel like I want I'm gonna say masculine and feminine I'm not even gonna say male and female because I just I'm gonna avoid that um but I feel like more masculine pornography is very visual Mm -hmm. um and more feminine pornography or porn that's made for that feminine personality mm-hmm. is more um there's a little bit of more of a story there's mm-hmm. a little bit more of that emotion behind it um and i feel like because you know they're just creating it to fill the need this yeah. isn't the porn industry has created this it is i mean well i'm sure they've fed into it some but if there's a market for it we're going to create it of course so I don't know. Just something I've noticed on my own, and it'd be interesting to really deep dive into why that is, but um, I'm not willing to do that today. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's steer the conversation into statistics and... um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, because didn't you found some interesting things about porn, didn't you? Well, I mean, we're recording from Utah. We're from Utah. Um, We're a fucking weird-ass state. (laughs) But Utahns have established that porn is a health crisis. And they were the very first states in the United States to actually go through that process to label it as a health crisis. Yeah, to legislate it that way, right? Exactly. Like, like you have to have people financially back this claim. You have to, I just, oh my God, it's so funny. Anyway, but... They claim that it's doing all sorts of negative things to young minds, um, and it's doing more harm, um, and I don't even want to say more harm than good. They just say it's just purely harmful. There's no benefit to porn, which is highly actually incorrect. Um, Tell us the benefits of porn. So I would say back in the 80s, early 90s maybe even early 2000s and when it kind of became more readily available with the internet because of the internet um, a lot of couple therapists were using porn as a tool to increase a sexual activity between and that sexual connection between a couple and they were finding very very awesome benefits for it 
and really great. Um, you know, it kind of was a way for a partner to safely um, communicate maybe their own tastes or needs without maybe hurting someone else's feeling their partner's feelings or um, you know, it was just a safe way. It's like, hey, I kind of like this porn and you want to watch it mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, however, with every type of tool, there's a way to abuse it. So, yeah. of course, there's going to be that negative where um, I do truly think there can be a, an addiction to porn and a sex addiction. However, I don't feel like um, being a porn is not the underlining factor of sex addiction which utah has said when they were making that claim that it's a um a health crisis public health crisis right it's not a causal relationship no it's just a tool it's that people another use and they already have yeah, it's an another ish, tool an uh-huh. issue. Yeah. correct and um you know there's there's obviously i would say a healthy consumption of porn and an unhealthy consumption of porn um, that line is obviously very personal for everybody. Um, you know, you have softcore versus hardcore porn. Um, you have violent porn. Um, here's where I think that porn becomes detrimental. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think that when women watch porn and it's the only exposure they've had to seeing other women's naked bodies because I have heard mm-hmm. women say this to me before like I've only ever seen you know other women in porn before it's been my only experience then they get such a <laughs> false idea of what the female body should look like mm-hmm. and then they judge themselves so fucking harshly um, and yeah, I've seen that repeatedly, and it's just awful. And porn is synthetic. Everything about it. Well, it's not. I mean, I think that's why amateur porn is becoming more popular because I think we're yeah. tired of that synthetic feel. But but yes, most you know professionally produced oh, porn. Completely. Everything about it is fake. Yeah, it's it's scripted. They've casted for it. You know, you have professionals who know how to do things. Sure, but. That's not how real life is. A lot of time, you know, we're fucking fumbling in the dark and, (laughs) you know, wrong holes, maybe poked a tent kind of thing. But it's not. um, I feel like when you base it completely, your sexual exposure to that professional porn. Yeah. um, That's when it totally becomes unhealthy. Let's look at your real life compared to cinematic movies. Right. Oh, it's, that's, it's, it's, that's an excellent analogy. Yeah, like it's just not real life. Those don't happen. There's no happy ending all the time. You know, um, there's it, it, sex isn't scripted all the time. <laughs> and I feel like it does put that unhealthy expectation for not only what body should look like, but what sex acts, sex acts yes, should look like. Absolutely. Um, because, and so if you can differentiate between real life and and pretend then i think you're fine you have that um maturity level to consume porn i'm just kidding (laughs) this is when you can um but i feel like it's it's not getting in the way but then it's also i feel detrimental to help when that's you have to have it on 
to be the only way that you can get aroused or or um, climax um, that's unhealthy too and I feel like that maybe you know address what's the underlining problem is it because you need a visual stimulation is it because you're not happy with your partner it, or is it because you're not happy with yourself mm-hmm. like let's ask those questions instead of just going at it it's all fucking wrong and you shouldn't do any of it and right. we need to ban this and <laughs> put it on the dark web and not have it applicable to anyone when we're all gonna find it somehow even if we're you know, filming it in a dark basement <laughs> and, you know, making copies and <laughs> mailing them. You know? Right. And let's it's going to get out. Let's be honest. When, you know, you live in a culture of repression um, and when all of this stuff is hidden and seems naughty, mm-hmm. it's much more likely that people are going to go searching for it and get excited by it just because it's the danger factor. Yeah. The yeah. danger of getting caught. Yeah. Completely. And sometimes that's why you have that drive because it's like, woohoo, you know, mm-hmm. um, or it being a little taboo is exciting. Yeah, it is. And, and honestly, and there's nothing wrong with that either. If that kind of helps get excited and, um, you know, that actually this past week, um, my husband and I were just laying in bed and we're on our phones and I think there might've been another show playing like in our room on our TV and we're just sitting there and I was like, mm, I'm fucking bored. But I also don't want to be leaning over and be like, hey, you want to go? I mean, which is fine, and I do that a lot. But <laughs> I just started to get onto my phone and, like, found, like, I know a scene or, you know, a, a certain type of porn that I know both of us enjoy and just started playing it. And then I, like, went and clicked AirPlay because we have an Apple TV. And so it just starts playing on the big TV. He's all... Oh, oh, you know, and it's, it was just like a fun way to kind of do it. And it was like, yeah. I was like sneaking to try to hurry and find something good before he looked over and saw what I was doing. Uh-huh. Not because I was tr- wrong, but I like wanted to surprise him yeah, with something sure. fun, you know? So it was just, it was kind of a fun little tiny thing, tiny action to spice things up. Um, we, we also throw in like ditto porn now and again to spice things Ooh, up. Tell me about ditto porn. <laughs> so ditto porn. <laughs> Mariah. One, one of Mariah's I, words. Yeah, I which love I can't, Mariah's I, words. I feel like I can't take credit for that one because that one's one of my husband's words. Oh, but no, take credit. It's t- <laughs> Shh, it's okay. Okay. Um, trademark, tell if you want. Trademark ditto porn, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so that's where you watch a scene in porn and you act it back out together. You know, so it obviously has to be a specific scene if it's like in <laughs> somewhere in like the Swiss Alps or something. That I don't know why <laughs> that came to my head. But, you know, it's just kind of mm. fun. Like you kind of can act it out. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I I enjoy sitting down and just watching porn for like the homework factor. Like sometimes <laughs> I just want to watch it and not like be turned on by it. Just be like, now what's going on? You just want why some ideas? Not to, not even ideas, but it's just really, really interesting what other people do. Oh. And I don't think I've ever so given myself that opportunity. From like so a I'm sociology perspective. Like, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, now that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> and, or, or like anatomy-wise, too. It's mm. like, oh, that's an interesting-looking boob. You know? <laughs> those are, oh, I've never seen those before. You know? It's just uh-huh. like things like that. And, and that's truly what goes through my mind. So I can differentiate that sexual, like, yeah like that turn on factor and just like watch it just for just to be entertained right without being turned on it's, it's just kind of interesting and like sometimes i'll like 
if we were watching porn to like help us get off or whatever and we both have finished and then and then we're just kind of sitting there sometimes i'll just finish watching it just to chill (laughs) that's cool (laughs) i don't know that i've ever done that i think usually once you're done it's off yeah like when i've come i'm i'm done yeah turn it off i'm gonna start i'm gonna finish next time i'm gonna see yeah, there's some interesting endings, too. I feel like they're always just, it's just, here, here's a facial. Which I'm like, oh. get fucking original, people. Do Come you, on. But do you fast forward to the good parts, too? Oh, completely. Okay. I hate, like, the stupid, <laughs> horrible acting. But I don't watch it for that. And I don't need that emotional connection mm-hmm. for porn to work, work for, for me, personally. I want that visual stimulation. Mm-hmm. What really can help me get going is knowing other people are turned on in there. So... Usually it's when the female is climaxing. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you go, girl. And I'm coming right behind it, you know, but it really is kind of it's it's just knowing that other people enjoy what I'm doing yeah. right now as much as I do. It, a weird validation, maybe. Huh. I don't know. But yeah, so it's interesting what I use it for, I guess. Um, you know, I feel like. I don't ever like I know what I like because I've either seen it on a porn already or um, it's kind of been something that's like talked about. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested. And I do that weird homework. And then I'm like, oh, actually, no, this does kind of work for me. The scene or whatever this um, flavor taste. Yeah. What's the word I'm thinking? Yeah. Of? Um, I like flavor. Flavor of porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to. So, like, I search that in the search bar. Like, I don't ever just peruse porn sites. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely fucking terrified to do that. And a lot of times it's weird. Like, it's like compilations that I like to watch because I'm like, get to the fucking good part because I don't want to sit here and watch. And it's almost like that visual stimulation, like, pop, you know, like when they used, um, like, when interrogation and they, like, have, like, images, like, pop up yes. really fast and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just turned on by that. No, but it really is. It's like so much you're almost overwhelmed. You're like, yeah. oh, my God. And then this person and that person and those two. And blah, blah. you know, it's just like, I don't know. That's why that's I like really compilations. Like, yeah. I've and seen then I guess if before, I'm not, I don't want to waste time being invested in something that's not going to turn me on. I'm like, I just wasted three fucking minutes going through this <laughs> stupid one. And I don't like how she moans. Oh, God. Let's talk about that, too. Okay. Anyway. Okay. No, there's just sounds that I'm like, ew, shut up. There's a mute button, though. No, but the but sounds, you hear the, the sounds, the sounds really are, are what... Because sometimes I don't even need the visual. It's just the sound, too. I've heard so many women say that. Mm-hmm. Which is... I was very, very silent in my sex life for a long time. Me, too. But now I'm, like, when making I was an Mormon. effort. Oh, my God, When me I was too. Mormon, I was <gasps> so quiet. I was like, I don't want the kids to hear me. I don't want my husband to huh. know, like, or, or like hearing myself would be so distracting that I would just, well, sometimes now I'd, I'm like, have I been making noise? I was like, nope, I've been making noise. I've been kind of getting actually obnoxious. Like, Cause sometimes, yeah, yeah like now it's just yeah, super no, interesting. I'm, I'm way noisy now. The sound, yeah, this, the soundtrack to porn. I think if that was just playing in a room by myself, I don't know. A weird tactic to torture me would backfire (laughs) sex noises (laughs) um but what about you what what are some ways that you've used porn for yourself 
Um, I use it more often to get off when I, it's, it's usually like my third orgasm of the morning or something. Good God, woman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mariah. Greedy asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, where like I'll have sex with one of my partners and I'll get off a couple of times with them and then I'll take a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, you know, downstairs making me breakfast because they're sweet like that. I know I really do have the most amazing life (laughs) and then I don't know for some reason I'm just in the habit of like masturbating after I shower like I'm naked I'm clean I I am most turned on by myself after the shower you're clean yeah you're naked and I'm like I'm still you know like freshened up ready to go kind of thing and and like when when my partner is fresh out of the shower that's when I most love going down on him take notes boys Mm -hmm. yeah a clean peen it's, yeah. <laughs> makes me scream. But anyway, oh my I God. <laughs> oh God. should we? <laughs> I think that needs to be <laughs> in the, the description of this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, just, a, you know, a, 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 I like to rhyme. <laughs> I like to make up words. <laughs> oh, um, man. So, but yeah. So I, I will use porn in that way. But like. I'm like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to take a while, <laughs> I, you know, like min, like many minutes, many <laughs> if minutes. I, if I have to like, just fantasize to get myself yeah. there. So I'm going to, especially if you have I recently had already climaxed. Yeah. Yeah. You almost just need that deeper layer, you know, just, mm-hmm. just, just a little extra, yeah. a little spice to yeah. the, but I do like, I, I like watching the same people. Like I've tried those compilations before mm. and having my brain switch from like couple to couple or group to group again and again. Mm. I just can't focus. Gotcha. It's weird. But, but if it's the same couple or group and it's just cutting from, you know, scene to scene quickly, you know, like cutting out the boring stuff and. <laughs> the w- the weird switches like position switches mm-hmm. have you noticed that's like hold on you know just yeah like, let's get back to adjust it right. they really just seam cut like they to the next cut. yeah, yeah. And the next thing that that definitely gets me off quickly mm. yeah so yeah. i i like it i just don't use it very often like i said like i didn't even think about it this week like i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna brag here <laughs> my sex life is awesome yeah and so, like, I just, I'm already having group sex pretty frequently, you mm-hmm. know, with regularity anyway. And um, I have two amazing partners and um, that are super hot. And I just, I really enjoy my sex life. So I'm not looking, like, for a source of... Um, Outside entertainment? Yeah. Just entertainment all that much you know like i don't need fodder for fantasy Hmm. too much anymore these days gotcha Mm -hmm. and you you brought that up i have so many questions with your lifestyle so i'm really excited looking forward to that episode that we do because i um anyway i lost my train of thought because i got distracted with that no but you tell me do you have do you have a brag story anything um so, you know, like I said, we, uh, in our sex life, um, I like to use it just for that visual stimulation, just to like add another layer. Um, and it is very visual, also sound as well, but 
I can get that same type of stimulation by like having sex in front of a mirror or looking at our own images or a time that we've filmed ourselves. You know, it's it's oh. so I can't even say that it's because it's other people or someone that has a, you know, quote unquote, better body than I do mm-hmm. or, or, you know, than my partner. Like it's never, ever been that. Yeah. Um, it's also never, ever been me visualizing myself with someone else either, which is, I would say, probably teetering on that unhealthy use of porn. Mm-hmm. If you have to visualize somebody else than who you're with. That's on you. Like, that's that's not on porn. <laughs> and I feel like porn's being blamed for that. Mm. Truly. And so, like, that's where I've never, um, I've never used it for that. Yeah. Which is interesting. But, yeah, no, looking at my own self and, like, us getting it on, you know. Because especially women, we, our heads are up and our tails are not. <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't know basic human anatomy. <laughs> Um, well, you know, it, like you don't get some of those visuals. Um, right. Oh, know? that's so true. Yeah. And I love so having like, a mirror in the bedroom yeah. just for that reason. But it's weird when I, when I've been videoed before by my partner, like I love the angle and everything, but I don't love seeing myself. I, I get, that is the one time I get really mm-hmm. critical of myself where normally I'm really very positive. Yeah. Well, and there's times that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so sexy right now. I feel so sexy. And then you look at the image, you're like, good God, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck was I doing? (laughs) Not that not that like I look bad, but it's just very, very different than how I felt. Yes. So it's just really funny to kind of make those comparisons. (laughs) So, yeah, no, it can backfire. I'll let you know that right now. You know, there's sometimes you're like, "Mm -mm, not not a great angle. Not my favorite. (laughs) Right. I've never seen myself from that angle. Interesting. Okay. Okay. You know, and just things like that. But <laughs> it's just <laughs> a lot of double chins. I've noticed. Right. <laughs> Looking down. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that. I think I like it for that stimulation. I like to just add that extra flavor, that, that spice within a relationship. But I don't feel like um, it is a public health crisis. You can abuse it like anything else. Mm-hmm. You can abuse absolutely anything. Um, And so when it's that problem and when that's the only thing being reported on, it's the only thing being brought up about it, there is no, let's have a discussion about when it may be negative, not it's all bad. Mm -hmm. Then you're just going to think anything you do is bad and not actually differentiate. So you're like, well, if I'm already watching it just to add that extra spice, what's the difference of me watching maybe... A porn that has a 16-year-old in it. Or um, what's going to be the difference with me watching someone getting raped Mm. and truly getting raped? She's not consenting or he is not consenting to this porn. So how do you feel about BDSM porn when the subjects are all obviously consenting adults that are just acting out a scene? Um, I feel like because the intention behind its creation was for that, it's okay. I feel like when the intention behind the creation of like having a really young looking girl on a porn, mm. like that's just ugh, yeah. fucking nasty, you know? Yeah. And then it's so, I feel like it, it is it the intention to um, be hurtful when you're making it mm-hmm. or while you're watching it? Is it because you like to see someone in pain and not wanting it? And you have a rape fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is very actually normal yeah um, I was gonna say there fantasy are a lot of is and I can't say and it's it's but again, we're talking about power and control is truly what that is going on behind. That's oh, the fantasy. 100%, the fantasy yeah. is that having that power and control. And that's where, you know, the BDSM and, you know, so and having like a, a, a more dominant character and a more submissive character. You know, that's why it's really popular. Yeah. Um, and people can act out those fantasies. So where do you personally draw the line? If anyone is not consenting and it doesn't look like they're consenting, I just cannot at all get turned on um if someone looks super young anytime you hear someone say daddy even if they both look the same age i'm like oh god no no why but that's my own personal flavor (laughs) and likes um and butt stuff i don't like it (laughs) god we need to have our (laughs) anal sex episode soon i know mariah's gonna have to take like a dramamine or something so (laughs) i'm I'm so kidding (laughs) But no, like sometimes, honestly, when I'm like, oh, this is a good scene, whatever. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> unwarranted and just out of nowhere is this gaping red asshole. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and it's like open still because, you know, like like the sphincter so stretched out. And I was like, good God, <laughs> you cough and you're going to shit your pants. Like, how does this work? So that's, I don't know. And I guess since I can't, I haven't personally experienced anal sex, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I can't say, you know. <laughs> and so it's just this weird imagination thing that for me that I was like, uh, I don't know. And I just, I don't, I, uh, I don't know. That stimulus of my rear during sex is not a feeling I enjoy feeling with sex. Like, it's a very, they're two separate. It's like, no, now I feel like I have to take a shit. Like, don't touch me there. (laughs) I can't even, I can't even have sex, like, close to the time that I've pooped. (laughs) Like, there has to be, like, a buffer time. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, it's still, I still feel like I just was violated. I don't want you by me. I don't know. Nope, nope, we can totally talk about this one day, but um, I have some weird, uh quirks about it uh-huh. um but yeah no like there so that's why a lot of porn like i'm like oh fuck ew gross why like i'll be really get close and then all of a sudden they do like some weird fucking close up to that and i'm like nope done Mm-mm. i can't and i won't be able to get back there yeah it's just it's it's just weird <laughs> um for i think there's one that there's one visual I enjoy on porn that is very interesting that I like it and like my husband thinks I'm kind of weird with that I like it, but I like watching women squirt. Mm. Not because I, I am a squirter. I don't think you're alone in that. I think a lot of people like that. I think it's because it's like girls can do what guys can do now. Like we can we can shoot ya kind of thing, but also it's a very visual and you know exactly when they're coming. You know, and it's like, well, duh, that's obvious. It's not faked or whatever. It's a very, like, you know that minute that they're coming. Um, A little bit of the mess is kind of hot, too. Like, it's just, like, extra lube, I feel like, in that visual. Um, But what happens if you look up squirting compilations? Many of those snatches get off because there's a dick in their butt. And I'm like, (laughs) fuck. So I almost have to, like, search. (laughs) Um, Like... Squirting, squirting no anal? Compli- <laughs> yes. <laughs> no anal. Like, 
your preference list? Can I just save like these settings? <laughs> no, it's just kind of funny. So that's I'm like, God damn it! I'm so close, and then that ugh, gross. So now sometimes the other one I look at for is like tripping and squirting because then you know there's no dick in a butt for that. What is tribbing? Is it scissoring? Oh, scissoring. Yeah. I've never heard it called that. Oh. Yeah. It's a whole category on <laughs> Pornhub. You should look it up, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. So that one's kind of hot. Cause okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, so there's, I just put myself way out there and showed you, and, and that I used to be able, feel so subconscious if anyone knew, like, ooh, what truly turns me on kind of thing. But now I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I really don't care, but I totally just put myself out there. Is there anything that hits the ticket for you, Pamela? I usually look up BDSM porn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do but you I like to be, like, for what? What's that? I Fulfillment. Um. So I like to be sub and dom. I guess that's called switch. I don't know, whatever. But oh, I'm learning new. Yeah. Certainly. So, um, but I mean, almost all of it, all of the porn that I find the female is the sub, and that's fine. But I'm kind of watching it from the male perspective. And when I fantasize about BDSM scenes, it's usually from the male perspective too. Mm, gotcha. Not sure why. Interesting. Yeah. I'd love to have like a psychologist come and <laughs> pick our brains <laughs> apart. So you need to, you know, it's like <laughs> this childhood <laughs> trauma and that's why, no, I'm just kidding. I feel like that's how a lot of people try to justify yeah. demonizing porn as well. That's true. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, because you went through this childhood trauma, that's why you need to watch these type of scenes or, or something like that. that you do. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just fuck off you know <laughs> to most people I just truly I do see that there is maybe some connection and again that goes back to the line of how do you abuse it um, what's the intention behind why you're watching it mm -hmm. um, or or creating it I don't mm -hmm. think we even talked about creating our own porn well that's time. what I was going to ask you yeah. but we got off track um, you're fine is how yeah like how ha like have you created your own videos before for other people to watch or just for yourself um we have a little bit but it's very like um shut down you know it's i've never just like posted it on a website or something like oh, it's like well, yeah, you know it's like gets texted to someone and um we used to have this other couple friend um and they friends and they, you know, would send us photos and we'd send them photos back of like the two of us, you know, uh -huh. and it was kind of almost like a fun, like I don't want to say it was a competition or anything, but it was just <laughs> like, ooh, look at this angle that we got, you know, and it's kind of fun because you're yeah. like, and they both had very, very similar body types to us as well. So I feel like you can visualize um, like, oh, because they did that position. Now let's kind of like, let's do our ditto porn, you know, or something <laughs> like that. But I don't know. I just, I'm trying to remember like why that was so fun in my mind. That would but be it so would be fun to like interesting. record a video and then s send it as a challenge oh, yes. to your friends. Oh, I like that. Be That's like fun. You have to have us. some really cool friends. I, I, I don't want to say cool. Really open friends. Yes. Because friends. because you can have super cool friends that aren't open and not comfortable with that too. So true. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, and so I feel like there's a few friends that we have because we're pretty open and fucking Mariah has no fucking filter. <laughs> um, so 
you know, we'll be talking about stuff and like you'll you'll see a few people like sit up straight or eyes wide and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm so sorry if I made you uncomfortable. But just so you know, I don't filter. <laughs> this ain't gonna change. Yeah, you can come over. Just you know, like I feel like I need to come with a warning label sometimes. Yeah. I feel because I know how I look. Um, very soccer Mormon mom, you know, on the outside. And then all of a sudden I'll pull something out and people are like, what the hell? I still remember like the first time I dropped the F-bomb at like my day job. And they were all like, what? And I swear. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. You have no clue who I am, do well, you? I had no clue when I met you. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. I, I just thought, oh, my God, I can't talk about my personal life with this woman. But she's she's awesome. You know, Aww. like I really liked you. But I was like, I'm not talking about sex stuff, though, because – I just figured it would be, like, way outside your realm of normalcy. <laughs> so now, with this podcast, um, you don't have to get to know me for me to finally just be like, I'm, I'm, I'm done filtering. Like, I just get <laughs> tired of it. Like, I'm just like, it's so much work. It is so much fucking work. And so I just, I'm also getting to that age and that time in my life that I don't feel like I've given myself permission to be who I am yeah, me and too. to stop worrying about it. But it's I wish I had done hard. it 10 years ago. It, it is. And it's also hard when maybe you want to act like that, but you, your partner's not on the same page or, mm -hmm. um, like repercussions of friends and family members, oh, sure. you know, like we've already talked about this with the coming out, you know, with your family and yeah. stuff, your mom, but it's, it's, so it's kind of hard and and I don't want to be like, this is me fucking take it or not you know um <laughs> well even because they're i i'm in this journey with other people right even last night we we had this discussion with my my quad so i have a husband and another partner that lives with us and um and then my husband and my other partner both have the same other female partner and she is not from this kind of polyamorous background she really prefers monogamy but she's doing all of it like you know learning to be a part of this dynamic because she loves my husband so much and Aww. she's also falling for my other partner as well that's kind of more new but um I mean it's really like it's a beautiful thing and um and I feel so very lucky to be part of it but I've had to filter myself around her for such a long time because She's just not used to people talking openly about sex. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, why turn your head, Mariah? <laughs> Let's just do that for all of our listeners. Oh, yeah, See, I burp we a were lot. Just too. talking about being yourself. I know. Well, I just didn't want to gross anyone out. <laughs> I burp so much, and I didn't want to burp right into the microphone, so I turned away. <laughs> But then the burp ended up being so loud. And then I feel like it's disrespectful to what you were trying to say. You're trying to be all serious and I'm all, you know, so I apologize. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Um, but anyway, so yes. so last night we started talking openly because I told, I told um, her that I was going to stop filtering myself. And um, so we were talking about some of our past sexual experiences really openly with her there um, with some other friends who are part of like a swinging lifestyle and um, and she told us later that she it made her really uncomfortable and was Aww. really really hard for her and, and but you know she said 
when, when I expressed that I really wanted to, to be able to be myself around her and talk openly about anything, she said that she would work on that. Yeah. On, you know, finding a way to feel comfortable. But, but yeah, it's, I mean, that's it's a really give and take. fucking difficult. You yeah. know, if you're with a partner that you've committed to, and let's talk about, like, the typical marriage, you know, between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have someone who's finally like, I really just want to either explore something or, you know, I feel like I want to let you know what I do fantasize about or what maybe is my own flavor or something that I've been. It really does. It's a give and take. It's um, you can't just all of a sudden bombard somebody with yo, I want to do this, or this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that all that other person also can't be like, this isn't who I married. Or, you know, like, that's <laughs> yeah. it's so sad how often that comes. It's It really needs to be a constant conversation and a check-in with each other. And, um, you know, and a patience, too. Because um, just because someone maybe have come out and say, you know, this type of something is what I want, and that other partner is not supportive at all, doesn't mean their marriage has to end. You know, they can still try yeah. to find a compromise that works for them, yeah. not anyone else, not a marriage counselor, mm-hmm. um, which unfortunately I feel like um, can sometimes hurt relationships because you're looking at that more, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? traditional sense Mm. of a relationship Mm -hmm. instead of um, being willing to let that couple explore what works for them. And so, I don't know. There's my two cents. And we can really, really talk about relationships and dynamics when um, on another episode, because really we're talking about porn today. Every time I say it, I think of (laughs) corn and I'm, (laughs) I don't know why. It's terrible. Um, But, um, well, so just one other little, I think we should, we should come full circle here and talk about kids and porn again. Yeah. Um, that, um, you know, I was super young when I was first exposed to porn and I don't think that my, my parents handled it well at all. They made me feel ashamed and well, my mom, right. I, my dad didn't really make those kind of parenting decisions, but, but it's definitely influenced how I parent my kids. And I try to do the opposite and take all the pressure off because I have a 13 year old boy. I know he's looking at porn. I know he's like, you know, looking at tentacle porn and shit that I <laughs> haven't even seen before. Oh, God. I'm but not I don't want to shame him for it. Yeah. You know, I want him to have a healthy relationship with sex. And um, so I don't, I don't know. I think it's it's really and where where's your definition? Because I I will straight up admit that I tried to s- scare my son, um, with pictures, um, because he he has an iPad and, and you know all my kids have iPads and they can text each other. And one time I'm going through what they were texting each other, and my older son had taken a photo of his butt naked butt like <laughs> mooning it which is freaking hysterical mm-hmm. anyway like I sure. think that shit's funny um, but it was like the angle okay <laughs> let me describe this um, so the iPad is on the floor and he's <laughs> pantsless squatting over it oh god 
So you're getting freaking brown eye right up in there <laughs> and like a little boy's nutsack. And I oh and God. I was like, dear fucking Lord Christ almighty. Like, what the fuck? And so <laughs> I told him, I was like, I and I had like this serious conversation with him. And I was like, hey, we can't be doing that. You can't take pictures of yourself and send them to somebody because you never know. What if you accidentally typed the wrong number and it sent to someone else? I'm yeah. like, that's child pornography. And I was like, ah, it is. However, (laughs) comma. Right. um, I just, I I really totally just relied on scaring him. Yeah. And hoping that that was going to work instead of taking the time to educate and be like, so why do you think that this would be maybe not good? Yeah. And And what what makes it porn, right? Because the intent behind the the picture was obviously not pornographic. No, it's just to be a little shit to his brother. Like, everybody gets the right to do yeah. I mean, I think we've all mooned a sibling at some time <laughs> in our life. Yeah. All of us. Brady, you can chime in, though. <laughs> I think every single one of them, which is five total people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I think, I think, you know, and so that's why I was like, but we're in this world of technology and things are for fucking ever. And so I was scared too. And I totally, instead of taking the time to educate my son, which I would like to now, you know, and, and education is probably the biggest thing I'm trying to work on instead of fear tactics and misinformation and taking things out of context. Um, you know, which the whole, uh, public health crisis bullshit mm-hmm. you know the war on porn or um you know the porn panic have you heard that one yet? no yeah exactly the there's so many things out there that they're trying to scare people they just are. by even those, those names scare tactics and i don't want to do that for him and so i think i will have another approach and just talking about it right now is like okay i need to go back to and be like hey so remember this the other thing is oh fuck <laughs> i don't want to admit to this this happened um, we're taking photos of each other, sending them to those that other couple, our mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So this is me holding the phone, and my husband's going down on me. So you just kind of see his nose right above me, uh-huh. like his eyes, and I snapped that photo. Well, it was before we had our own iPads for our kids. Oh, oh I want to say he was like seven or eight mm-hmm. and you know we were kind of talking about like hey you don't take pictures blah 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 blah. and he was just like well remember that one time you did you took a picture of dad going like this and he puts his hand like over his mouth a little bit so you just see like the nose and eyes and i was like oh my god <laughs> you have seen i have scarred my fucking child he's gonna like oh sorry i just got really loud but i'm like i just scarred my child for fucking life and i felt oh. so guilty that that was so haphazardly taken and not either deleted or saved in a secret album or anything and i really just felt awful that i did that to my child but then just being like first okay, of all you're hold not it. scarred for life no no I mean, but I, not, I it was terrifying but, but i actually but he is gonna it. call you out for being a hypocrite yeah because right and that happened so he saw that photo before i Got mad at him for the naked butt photo. Oh. You know, and so I was just like, uh, I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do remember having the conversation with him when he found that photo and being like, so, mom and dad, you know, like, we do that. And yeah. it's okay because we are consenting adults. And sometimes people do that when they're in a loving relationship. 
and I really tried to keep it. I didn't want to deep dive into like sex ed or anything, right. but I also because he was pretty young, but I also didn't want to um, make him feel like it was wrong or dirty. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. Um, I just felt so guilty. I feel like yeah. that I wasn't more protective of my my own images, and I think that's another thing that you know it's. It's such a car. Not letting it run into the wrong hands. It's such a hard conversation to have with kids because it's like, how do you define it? Mm-hmm. How do you make it um, clear that it's it's you know something that's okay for adults and not children? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like if if the Supreme Court can't even define <laughs> it, <laughs> right? Like it was um, Justice. Stewart famously said something about, uh, you know, I, I, I can't define what it is, but I know it when I see it. Talking oh. about hardcore, hardcore porn. porn. Uh-huh. Um, and, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty true. For There's a temperature it gives off. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like it stirs a different stimulus. So I could see how that definition, but at the same time, it's like, intent yeah Let's but you can't prove intent no and I no think that was the can't. point right no. so so then how do you it's it goes back to like your son's picture like how do you <laughs> his intent was not how to do you define give that, that to is. people who want exactly. that image exactly. to find a sexual arousal it was really just to be a little shit to his brother right but uh. if it was given to somebody else and they used it to get aroused yeah is it then porn right and so so like it's it is a really complicated conversation to have with your children and for them to come out on the other side feeling good (laughs) about it about porn specifically and about their relationship to it yeah yes and what yourself not even children let's talk about yourself (laughs) give yourself permission to maybe explore don't peruse don't don't just hop on Pornhub and just start clicking around because that's fucking scary as shit. <laughs> You're gonna see some nasty, nasty motherfuckers. On there. <laughs> just kidding. But no, I mean, because everybody has a, a different taste, and there's nothing wrong with different tastes. I, f- um, I do feel like there's some that are like in poor taste, mm-hmm. but again, I'm just one one person sure. and my one opinion. Take it or leave it. I don't give a shit. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a really interesting, and I think it's so stupid because Utah, you know, once they claimed that like, oh, this is a public health crisis. I think what ten other states jumped on that fucking bandwagon. I was like, good God, look at what's gonna happen in ten years when those teenagers are adults. Mm -hmm. They're gonna say, well, since I this was always wrong, it's always gonna be wrong. Mm-hmm. And now that feeds into a fucking addiction because not only am I feeding that sexual arousal, mm-hmm. I'm feeding that um, defiant. Yes. Like that. I don't know. So it's, it's, I really feel like there's, it's going to fucking backfire saying that shit instead of saying, hey, we have a sex education crisis. Right. Which is it, it truly is. That's what it that comes down to. And that's why we have this podcast. Welcome to what Adult what? Sex Ed. <laughs> 101. <laughs> um, anyway, but 
wrapping up today, um, any homework you want to focus on or any challenges we want to put out to our lovely listeners? Hmm. I would say... Find uh, a new flavor of porn. Yeah, find a new flavor of porn. Like, get out there and um, try something new uh, just for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also... If you want to let us know how that challenge is going or give us a topic suggestion or just anything, how you can reach us and let us know your thoughts, whether you loved it, hated it, or want some more of it, um, you can reach us at saltysexcast at gmail.com. As always, we want you to subscribe, follow, most importantly, share this with friends. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Let's let's get that education ball rolling. Let's uh, let's stop the fear. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's decide what what we want next week's episode to be about right now. So right I'm thinking now. either nudity versus sexuality, or do you want to have our swinging versus polyamory? I think let's go episode. nudity versus sexuality because it really ties so closely to porn. Okay. Um, and then because. There's, I, I feel like we might have to do the polyamory and swinging almost in like a double episode. Like that's okay. That's a lot of, <laughs> lot of okay. shit it's in there. I'm just kidding. It's not shit, but um, <laughs> it's just it's very interesting because majority of people, their exposure to it, and so there's a lot of misinformation and and um, so yeah, we might just have to bust a few myths for the first episode. I don't know. We'll plan on it. We'll do we'll do some fun things. But yeah, I think let's do sexuality versus nudity versus nudity okay i like it okay me too anything else any last thoughts no cool go get go hey some porn under your belt Brady. thanks for (laughs) making us sound so much fucking better than we were before i hope you guys enjoyed it yes and we (laughs) will um maybe we'll have a little (laughs) mini episode where we can introduce brady and talk about our producer extraordinaire oh yes because we've always i mean we talk about ourselves enough (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fun watching you guys work together i think it'll it'll be really cool when we step up to the video phase yeah our our luck our our, our listeners are gonna be really lucky yeah we are that's in the works we just have a new project every single time we 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 jump over one hurdle there's another one right waiting for us and we're taking it with lots of fun it's fun Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.